0: Hello, church. Hey, it's Jesse. Missed the last couple days. Sorry about that, but we're back on track. It's Thursday. Wanted to look at Daniel 9 and really struck by Daniel's prayer, his heartfelt, passionate, sincere, and powerful prayer to God on behalf of his people, Israel. Notice he is crying out to God for mercy on Israel. He is confessing the sins of Israel. Though he may not have committed specific sins that Israel had committed, he, as a representative of Israel, prays this prayer on behalf of Israel and identifies with the sin of Israel, identifies with the need for mercy of Israel. And this is something that I think is powerful uh, in two ways. One is that uh, we uh, as Western Christians often have a very private and individualistic understanding of the spiritual practice of prayer. Uh, We have a hard time confessing our sins um, uh, as a community Um, We have sinned against you because maybe I haven't sinned in these ways or that way. Or we have a hard time confessing the sins of a nation because I didn't do these specific sins. But the biblical understanding of and the ancient understanding was much more collective and communal. And so as an individual that was a part of the collective, the people, Uh, They identified with the sin and the need to confess as a people, as a member of a people. And the need for mercy was real as a member of the collective and people. Second thing is that prayer matters. And Daniel here discerns the times and he cries out to God on behalf of people to bring Israel out of exile and prayer cannot be underestimated and it reminds me of a couple weeks ago when we saw the the church uh, actively pray to resist the evil and injustice of imprisonment of Peter and Paul and other Christians and we were called to be a people of prayer in the face of mass incarceration uh, in our country and the uh, imprisonment and persecution of Christians around the world as well. And we talked about that a couple weeks ago, that prayer has often been undercut because of the way it's been used as an excuse for inaction. And so some of us who have stepped into uh, maybe a more progressive line of thinking or are struggling and, and rejecting some of the evangelical roots of our faith, we have sometimes thrown out prayer or have not known what to do with prayer because of the way it's been abused. My thoughts and prayers are with you, and I'm not going to march for you, though. My thoughts and prayers are with you, but I'm going to stay living my life of comfort and not engage the forces of evil. And so this is not the kind of prayer that we're called to. We're called to a prayer and active presence in solidarity and advocacy for those who are hurting. However, prayer is a huge part of justice work. It is a huge part of seeing the kingdom needle move forward. And so we can't abandon prayer. And so here we are, you see Daniel praying on behalf of his people, identifying with the collective, and believing in the power of prayer that God would move even in this colossal way against the empire of Babylon. And so the call here, the invitation here, is that we pray. We pray with the heart of Daniel. We pray with the humility of Daniel. We pray identifying with the sins of the Church as a whole. We pray identifying with the need for mercy with the Church and with America and with whatever nation we are a part or whatever people we identify. We pray. and we cry out to God. So Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. May we be a people that perseveres in prayer. Amen.